Are you ready for change? Hit it! That's what I'm talking about! Wait! Okay now, from the beginning. Hit it, boys. You're listening to Mr. Change Agent Podcast with your host, Ron Ovid. He's a pastor counselor, he's a recovery coach, author, and creator of The Emotional Relearning. He's president and founder of Empower Ministry. Ron, glad to have you here. These have been fascinating podcasts all about habits and uh, what they are, what habits are, what are the things that trigger us, uh, how do we look for them, what are, what are uh, some of the things, pitfalls and such we can look to. And today I think you're going to be talking about uh, warning signs. What are some of the failure warning signs and what do you mean by that? And let's get right into it. All right, well, let's let's talk about, here again, we talked at one time about the fact that an urge, according to the intensity of the urge, it, it goes from a habit to an addiction, okay. you know. And so not every habit's equal that way. There's uh, different intensities on the urge. And so when we're talking about something that is a, a more significant habit, that or I guess any habit that we're trying to break, and we fall back into it, there's two terms that are usually used. One is a slip, and the other is that I've relapsed. Now, mm-hmm. some people don't distinguish between the two, and I, and I get that. You know, you'd be hardcore, say, hey, it doesn't matter. Others say, well, hey, it slips exactly that. I felt bad. I quit. I, you know, I didn't do it again. I got right back on the horse and continued sobriety, if that's the case, or whatever. Mm-hmm. I got back to whatever. The thing is, is that failure is inevitable. I mean, all of us relapse to some degree, and we need to, you know, because we're human. But what we don't want to do is, is or slip, I guess. We don't want to go into where it's chronic again to now where we're back to where That's we were. Relapsing. That's relapsing. That's okay. relapsing, right. Yeah. And so I talk a lot about, in fact, when I got into this field, it didn't take me long at all to say what I really want to talk about more is relapse prevention because that's where most people are. When you have to deal with someone that's in such denial, it's so hard sometimes to get people to take that first step to get help. Because they don't, you know, I don't have a problem. I can figure this out. Now, what surprised me, though, was when I started working with people in relapse, they went back into denial again. It was horrible. It's like we had to start all over again in some cases. You mean they'd say, I'm, I'm not relapsing? What are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, well, I don't need treatment. I don't need to go into that. I've done that a hundred times. And all this stuff, and it's just like, what in the world just happened? And I could explain it, I guess, but that's for a different podcast. What I want to say today, though, is that we need to tap into our desires. We talked about this a couple podcasts ago. and You might want to go back to that one on do, don't, and desire. And desire is really key here because that's what's going to carry you through. It's important that we really say, I, you know, I don't want to be that person. I don't want to be that person. A lot of times we don't see us as that person. We have this caricature in our mind, and we somehow think we're not that person. We can control ourselves. We can do this. And we see someone else doing it to an extreme. We go, oh, how disgusting, not knowing that, frankly, that's us too. We just don't see it. When we finally get to a point and say, whoa, I'm that person. I don't want to be that person. I want to be this person. That's a strong motivator. We finally come to the place where we say, I've got to do whatever it takes. There's a pain there. There's something saying, I don't want that anymore. I want to be this other. And it may take a couple tries, but it's a strong motivator. So what, what is it you want? 
What does he want? Make that desire strong. Life can be good. You can enjoy your life without the habit you're trying to break, without that addiction. There's there's life out there. There's hope. And so you need to get that desire going. And you also said on another one, you're not going to die right. uh, if you don't participate in this habit. or Right. That, Even though your brain's screaming you need it. You oh, need yeah, it. right. And that, that, that will really help you. I don't want to be that guy. I'm not going to die if I do this. And you need to think that out ahead of time. A lot of times when I was struggling with certain habits and, and I knew it was going to be at night or something like that, I would start visualizing it that I was going to overcome. And even then it would trigger you a little bit. And i go, I'm not going to die. I'm not going to die from this. And, you know, you laugh about it, but, but that extinguishes that, that kind of fear. Well, what are some warning signs? You're going along, you're doing okay, you're working on your habits, but then all of a sudden, it, you know, you start hanging around people, places, and things that will tempt you. Oh, I'm, I'm okay now. I can do it. Now, let's say it's a sugar habit, right? Sugar and that. Well, that's fine. I mean, I can, we serve dessert at our meetings every Monday night, and I don't have it just because I serve it out to other people. I, I'm at a place where I don't need it. I don't have it. Now, that doesn't mean if it's the right time and every boy, if they're serving pecan pie, you know, watch out. You know, I'll be able to say, well, one slice ain't going to hurt me. And the truth is, one slice won't hurt you. But I also know that sugar comes on. And if I eat one little bit, I'm going to want another one, another one. So you, you need to know yourself. But don't, especially early on, don't hang around the people, places, and things that are going to tempt you. Why do that to yourself? Get that new habit into you really strong. Don't, you know, you're, you're quitting sugar in the first week and all of a sudden you go into your favorite bakery. I, I don't know why you would do that. Maybe you're saying, I'm testing myself, you know, and that's okay, I guess. But uh, I would stay away from that bakery for a while, you know. Second one is, if you did slip, you beat yourself up. Now, sometimes that's an excuse where we can quit. We rail on ourselves. I mean, that inner critic is alive. Uh, those of us that have certain habits and that are fear-based or whatever, our, our inner critic's really alive, and it just beats the heck out of us, right? Oh, what good are you? You think you're going to do this and blah, blah, and all that stuff. And we got to just say, hey, stop it. Stop it. Okay, I slipped. Fine. You know, I'm human, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try now. I learned from this. What did I learn from this? What did I do? You know, start thinking about, okay, how can I improve? And so you, you, you're like the inventor at that point. You know, the, the filament didn't work in the light, so let's try another filament. So mm-hmm. get back up there, try it again. Another thing is uh, you start catching yourself thinking about giving up. You know, all of a sudden, oh, this is too hard. You know, I can't, you know, why am I doing this to myself? I don't want to exercise. You know, why am I doing all this? And we forget why we started in the first place. We forgot that, you know, our goal was to uh, get down, to be comfortable in our uh, pants we used to wear, that if we just keep building up this habit, soon we'll get there. But, you know, is it worth all that sweat? You know, I'm aching today. Why am I doing this to myself? So catch yourself doing that. You know why you want to do it. And so go back to that. Go back to that. Well, we're in a culture where it's defeatist many times. Mm-hmm. And, and we do beat ourselves up. And so, you know, when we're feeling like, hey, I, this is just insurmountable. I'm never going to be able to do mm-hmm. this. I might as well just give in. What's the answer to that? 
number one, call up one of your encouragers. Remember, we talked about having a team, you know. Call up one of your encouragers and say, man, did I have a stinking day today. I really felt like giving up, man. I, I walked by the, the cafeteria and I smelt that apple pie and I thought, what am I doing, man? So I sat down, I had a piece, and now I'm beating myself up. Or, you know, I'm thinking, why am I doing this? You know, I'm being silly. So an encourager or a mentor that's been there, a sponsor, they can help you. Another thing is just take a deep breath and relax. And we have a whole teaching on mind skills where I teach you how to use your body and calm it down. And, you know, just a nice deep breath and let that serotonin come into your brain and calm you down. Is this, Ron, though, is this where you talked earlier in a podcast about rewards? Mm-hmm. And I thought of something Zig Ziglar, for those that might remember him, uh, when he first lost weight. And this helped me a long time ago. I lost 40 pounds or something after listening to him talk about this. He took a picture, and I think at that time was some baseball player, Palmer or someone like that. And, and he had a picture in Sports Illustrated, and he was advertising some pants or something. And he just looked awesome. And he said, I took that and put it on my bathroom mirror mm-hmm. and just taped it right up there, and that's my goal. And uh, I said, I'm going to look good again. And I did it. I went and found the picture, and I put it up there, and I knew I could get there. Now, it wasn't an impossible picture. It just meant lose some right. weight. I wasn't trying to be something I'm not, mm-hmm. uh, but I knew I was overweight. I knew I could lose some. Mm-hmm. And, you, you know, I don't think you're talking about people being extreme here you're just talking about being honest and and so is if you have this reward Mm -hmm. you talked about my reward was looking better or having pants that fit Mm -hmm. being able to run and feel like i'm not winded right Uh, will that help in this situation when you feel like i can't do it i can't do it oh sure yeah visualization is real important and and that's a form of visualization here again the brain takes visualization very seriously you know it hears it for example if i said right now uh, uh, bite into a lemon I mean, automatically, you know, your lips are going to perk, you know, you're going to slide inside your mouth and that just by thinking about a lemon. I don't know if I got an allergy to vinegar or what, but if I have A1 sauce or tartar sauce or any of barbecue. that kind of barbecue, man, I start sweating. <laughs> I say the word barbecue I, and I, I start well, sweating. Well, I got little drips going on my head right now, you know, just <laughs> from thinking at The brain's that way. So visualization is important. It's a, it's really a good tool. So, yeah, if you have some realistic models for you, that'd be good. Another danger is dwelling on how good it used to be. Uh, in addiction field, we you know we call that awfulizing sobriety. <laughs> Every now we start making it awful. Now we're starting to say the tune. Yeah, this, this is no good. You know what's going on here? I can't. You know why am I doing this? You know this is horrible. Well, you know snap out of that one. Mm-hmm. That that's just you know go get some protein or something. <laughs> you know you low. You know subs. You know a lot of times you drink some water, do something, snap out of that one, and then you know starting to doubt if you're really need to drop that habit or add a new one. Maybe I was making too much out of it. These are the kind of things you want to catch yourself. 
See, it isn't always. Are those lies? Well, yeah. And where sure do they, they come are. from? Well, they come from rationalization. They come from uh, the, because we long sometimes for the other things. Uh, it can be. Change is difficult. And uh, so a lot of times we just get into our brain. And so emotionally, you know, we can watch for those emotional ones. But these are some of those brain things, the things that we think that just start getting us down. And don't forget, we've, we're trying to overcome a habit. Mm-hmm. And uh, when it starts saying, I got to have it, and we're fighting that, a lot of times uh, we get these set thoughts. Well, there's fatigue, I'm sure. Sure, there is. There's uh, uh, fatigue, uh, you know, denial fatigue, if you want to call that, when you're trying to deny something, you know, deny the craving. You get fatigued it's after a while. The battle fatigue. Well, some, yeah, well, some say even willpower is like a muscle. Now, I'm not sure exactly there's been pro and con on that, but I do believe that after working all day on the willpower that you can get lesser at night. So you, you need to be aware of those things. You know, so those are some of the things. If you can become aware of them, and here again, this will be in that little booklet ebook that we'll give people here if they'll just go to www.empowerforliving.com and forward slash trigger. Uh, we'll go ahead and they can uh, sign up and they can download right there our ebook on overcoming triggers. And a lot of this stuff will be in there. Uh, we're happy to give it to our audience uh, for being a part of our uh, participants here. Well, thank you, Ron. This has been fascinating. You've been listening to Mr. Change Agent Podcast with Ron Ovid, uh, the founder and director of Empower Ministry, recovery coach, pastor, counselor, author, and creator of Emotional Relearning. This has been thrilling. Again, sign up for that book. It's free. It's yours. That's empowerforliving.com, then forward slash trigger. Look at the uh, podcasts and tell your friends about them. Go ahead and look at his YouTube page. Plenty of material there. Just go to YouTube, go to the search line, type in Mr. Change Agent, and it will pop up a picture of Ron. Click that, and you'll be right there. So lots for you. We thank you for joining us. Join us again on the next Mr. Change Agent podcast.